Welcome back to the number one podcast in the world. I'm your host, Chase Damore. And Gabrielle Moses. And today, Moses has got a slew of topics for us to talk about. So Moses, yes. let's take it away. Okay, so the holidays are finally over. New Year's has passed. We're all going to start those resolutions or, you know, try it for a day and then give up. But... Jingle, jingle. Yeah, no, exactly. What's the most exciting, like, New Year's you've had or most memorable? I would say, uh, you know, this year wasn't as exciting as last year. I remember last year for New Year's, I was in Australia with my friend Josh. And I was like, you know, what are we going to do? Let's start the, the year with a bang. You know, you got to send 2023 into, uh, you, you know what I mean? You got to hit the ground rolling, essentially. And I, he goes, yeah, let's both pick something to do, right? And I was like, all right, cool. So I picked breakfast with the koala bears. Okay, like, that's cute. That's, that's cool. You know what he picked? What? He's like, Chase, uh, at 7 a.m. on the first of, you know, the year, in Australia, it's summertime there, so the sun's already been up for like three hours, so it's already bare hot out there. He's like, we're going to go skydiving. I've never gone skydiving a day in my life. So I'm up at 7 a.m., tired after, you know, partying on New Year's Eve, on my way to go jump out of an airplane. Against all my better judgment, I ended up doing that, and it turned out to be a really a rewarding and fun experience, but I don't think I would ever do that See, again. See, my, my New Year's was very different. Last year, I was at Disneyland with one of my sorority sisters. Wasn't it raining? Yeah, oh my gosh, the weather was terrible. It, it, it was raining so, so bad. Like, it was cold and raining. I had to buy, like, ponchos and get, like, an umbrella, too. It was miserable. Well, 10 out of 10 would not recommend doing that. Well, like, thankfully, like, the biggest things I want to touch on before we even go any further into New Year's, I want to talk about the safety and how important it is. Safety? Yeah, make sure you guys are, are drinking responsibly. Don't be picking fights. You sound fights. like my dad. Don't start. I know, but somebody's got to say it. Somebody with a platform, somebody with influence, somebody around your age demographic. I'm going to be honest okay. with you guys. The best advice that I was ever given... Outside of the time that that guy took your ID in Hawaii, we'll talk about that oh, in a second. Oh, that was another New Year's story. We'll talk about that in a second. But I just want to iterate how important it is, guys. Like, a lot of people, like, don't start your year uh, off with going to jail. Don't start your year off with a hangover that you can't recover from. And don't start your year off with, you know, some negative thoughts. Because, you know, it's similar to, like, how I am with Mondays. I am a firm believer that, you know, you start the week it like perpetuates and stimulates the rest of the week essentially like it's it's the building blocks for a foundation to having a good week and i i firmly believe that on a good year if you want a good 2024 and you want a good year start the year off by putting yourself in a great situation but so yeah. at least try for a week of your new year's resolution at least try don't do what i've done because this one new year's i was in miami and i ended up getting arrested not because that's I why he said don't get arrested exactly exactly i actually have a mug shot online if you guys don't know i'm smiling in my mug shot for day day county in miami I mean, the reason I'm smiling for it is because I had no charges for it. I didn't get in any trouble. But basically, I was out with my friends, and there's big old SUV. Smack talking? Yeah, okay. A big old SUV pulled up, and basically, there was a bunch of guys hanging out of it, and I put it on my vlog, right? And the cops roll up to arrest all these guys because, I don't know, they had something in their in their car, maybe like drugs, alcohol. I don't know what they had in their car. But they ended up, like, tackling me, and I got arrested with them. So I spent the last, the first two years of 2020 uh, locked up, and then they ended up coming and getting me and letting me out, and it was all fine and dandy, but the reason what was on my official arrest charge, because they couldn't book me with anything, was I had a non-violent resisting arrest because, like, I was basically smack-talking the, the officer that was arresting me. I was basically, like, you know, demeaning him because I was like, bro, like, come on, you know you know it's not me. You know it's not me. You're just, you're just being 
you know, power hungry dude. That's crazy. But yeah, other than that, then the next year I think we went to Hawaii, and that was your uh, your whole situation. Oh yes, okay. So this was in 2022, 2021, turning into 2022. We went. No, to- no, it would have been. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So 2020 turned yeah, into 2020. Yeah, because I got arrested. I was like, COVID year had to give me one last kick in the butt. Yeah, so pretty much I was 21 at the time. I turned 21 in April that year. And so I'm still young. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this New Year's, you know what? I can go out, finally, and I can use my ID. But here's the thing. My ID is from Missouri. The lighting in the picture did not look good. Like, it looked like a fake ID, even though it was me. It was my real ID. Like, obviously, I'm 21. Why would I try and use one that's not real duh you'd get in trouble so we're in Hawaii and I'm going to buy us a table for New Year's Eve so I put $500 down so we could secure this table for New Year's Eve and it was us and then some other people too so there's like a little group going I was the last one for the guy to take my ID keep in mind he already charged my card the $500 takes my ID and goes this isn't real we're gonna have to take this and I'm exactly. Like, and I'm walking out and all I hear is Chase. And I like look back. I'm like, what is going on? And this isn't the first time this has happened. This either. is like the third time. And I go like, bro, it's a real ID. And the guy was like, this is like, I'm the nicest guy in the world. But this guy was being completely so dismissive. Mean. He was being rude. It's like, he's this big old uh, poly guy, like typical, like Hawaiian looking dude, mm-hmm. security bouncer. And I was just like, bro, it's a real ID. And he was just kind of just like shoving me off as if like, I'm I like, I have nobody. my student ID too. I have all my credit and cards. Like, they all me Instantly. So anyways, so I'm just chirping this guy to get under his skin because he took your ID at this point. Yeah. And basically, I was like, bro, just bet me. Bet me when the cop, he's like, I can call the police. I was like, please. I was like, please, The yes. cops are going to come and tell you it's a real ID. And the cops took forever to get there. And when they finally did, they probably took their sweet time because they had to go tell this guy that the ID was actually real. And I was just sitting there like, yeah, boy. But I then it worry. literally took them 15 minutes to check my ID because I was from out of state. Like, duh. Of course I'm from out of state. Like, I don't live in Hawaii. I'm not from Hawaii. And then the dude was chirping you back. And he's like, well, then why is it taking so long? Oh. And I was like, buddy, like, you're in the Hawaii. That's four hours to L.A. And another. then another two hours flying. So you're about, uh, like, six hours away from where the ID no, would be. it's like eight hours from Missouri. Yeah, probably, like, flying. It's some ridiculous right and so anyways uh moral of the story is the cop comes back gives gabrielle back her id and then the guy at this point has to be well embarrassed because i'm just still going at him i'm going at him i'm going at uh how smart he is like this is why he's a door guy i'm giving him everything under the sun just to tick him off you're being real nice yeah all right because this guy just was being dismissive and i was trying to help him i was like bro like i don't want to sit here and do this we already paid for the table yeah i'm like i spent 500 dollars. then i had to make a scene and be like okay well i want my money back i'm obviously not gonna go here no no no. because like at first they were like oh here they have the idea but we just want them to leave like okay we'll leave but we also want the money back our money back you know what i mean like that's a lot of money i mean for some people like who go clubbing out in miami or scottsdale or la yes it's not like crazy crazy but that was the first time i've ever spent money like that on a table i was like i want my money back are you kidding me then they tried to keep the money and then that was a whole ordeal and this was at like nine o'clock at night because we had to go and pre-buy the table before actually like going out and being there and then we just decided not to 
even go there. We're like, this is not worth it. This yeah, is not and I feel like it's happened on a few like other places. Seattle, around. it happened. Yeah, we gotta like argue with the people, and then you gotta get like. Yeah. Does it have like a video of the happening in Seattle? It's on like, my oh, YouTube look. channel. It's yeah. literally on my YouTube channel. I have another story time. We had to call the cops. Like, give <laughs> that was the second ID, time, bro. and like, people are just mean to me when they take my ID too, because I know I have a baby face, but now I'm 23. Mm. Like I am 23 years old, guys. I can't help it. I look like I'm 15, but I swear. Well, it happened even like uh, a couple of weeks ago when we went to New York. We're on the airplane. And the lady was like, are you sure you're 21? You're not 21, right? Like, oh, yes. I'm the... getting ID because of you and I'm a full on like adult. No, literally, we're sitting in our chairs and like waiting for the plane to take off. And they're like, oh, do you want a drink or do you want some water? I was like, yeah, I'll take some champagne. She looks at me. She goes, you're not 21. I'm like. Why would I be sitting in this nice, like, lay flat seat if I was 21 and tra or under 21 and traveling alone? I'm like, that just doesn't make any sense. And then she looks at Chase, and Chase was like, yeah, I'll have one too. And then she looks at him and says, well, you're not 21 either. <laughs> I'm like, you're six foot five. Right, I'm like 240 pounds, like lean. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, more of the story. Use your IDs and call the cops if you have to. <laughs> no, no, more of the story is like going back to the beginning, like stay safe during the holidays, like enjoy your family time, enjoy winding down to the end of the year. A lot of people talk about the new year, new me. And like, mm -hmm. listen, if anybody wants to talk about like complete transformations, like 20, 22, 23, like these were big years for me, like physically, I changed mm -hmm. a lot, you know, like my mental health, my physical health. Uh, you know, like everything changed. So I just want you guys to know, first and foremost, make sure you love yourself. Like love yourself entirely. Don't ever have like self-doubt feeling like you got to compete with anybody else. But I am a firm believer that the new year, new me policy is, is a good mindset to have because it, it's similar to like when you start a week strong, you can start the year strong. If you start with, even if it doesn't last very long, if that first like couple days, first like three weeks, whatever, in your head, you're sitting there thinking like, I'm in the gym. I'm reading books, I'm doing 75 hard, I'm doing all these things to help my mental and my physical health, even if it's for a couple of days, like that starts you off in a really good place. And it's on a lot of people if you wanna like, you know, go with it or leave it or whatever it is. And like, you know, if it's in your, your work, your fitness, your education, whatever, like I have a lot, like me personally, um, I speak Spanish. I'm gonna, I wanna completely finish uh, my whole uh, dual lingo in that. I wanna pick up another language, maybe like French or something. I wanna. Uh, Did you finish your Duolingo? Huh? Did you, I thought you finished it. What? The Duolingo. What is the Duolingo? That's what you just said. The Duolingo. Yeah, like dual, it just means two languages. Oh, I thought you were talking about the app, Duolingo, to like learn the new language. Oh, no, I use Rosetta Stone. That's what I Rosetta. thought you were talking about. No, to be about, fair, like, like Rosetta what? Stone, I could sit there and I could look at that until like I'm like blue in the teeth or whatever, but yeah. it's just like. It's not practical. Like, I learn more when I go there and I have to yeah. like, use the second language than sitting there for weeks on it. Regardless, like, these are things like I'm personally working on and these are some of like my goals. And so, like, I want everybody to go out there, like, even if you get to a certain level or you see other people, like everybody's always working on something to make them better in the long run. So like, those are some of my goals personally. What's your actual resolution though for this year? I have a lot of resolutions. Like, I feel like you just scrape the surface of the mall. You're like, oh, I'm gonna work on my Spanish. I'm gonna do this. But like, what's a solid goal that you can be like looking back on this and be like, oh, did I do it? Did I, I wanna be in my first movie. You know, I've done a lot of TV. I want to do um, some more TV, some more scripted stuff. I want to, uh, you know, I have goals for my social media channel. I want to hit that 100K mark on 
on my YouTube channel. You want to get that plaque? I'm literally. I have right two of them there. if you want to use one. I just yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm literally right there. I just want to like I'm right there. Like I just need to finish that. And you know, obviously, we, we have this great podcast. I want to hammer out a, like hundred episodes would be crazy if we can get that done in a year. It's a lot of episodes, but that's more than one a week. There's only fifty six weeks in the year. Is there only? Yeah, but we know. Or is it fifty two? Fifty. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, well, it's a good thing that, okay, maybe not 100 episodes, but, you know, we want to get, want to get, you know, something going. Uh, and, and then, you know, like just transitioning that into like, you know, like I said, I got my boxing career and uh, I have my football career, getting ready to go play some football again. I have my YouTube, my social media. You have a new uh, cat. Some, some modeling. I'm like, Oliver. You guys haven't heard about the cat yet. Yeah, I haven't even heard about Oliver yet. Oliver, like, so Gab thought it was a joke. Uh, you know, we got we got Gab. She doesn't even TikTok. want the cat, so it's now my cat. But uh, as a Christmas present, I went and I got Which yeah. people were roasting me in the comments on your TikTok. Yeah, because it's a nice, you know how many people would die for this cat? Like, So it's a Maine Coon. Yeah, it's called Maine Coon. Maine Coon. Man, it's a Maine Coon. It's like a $3,000 to $7,000 cat. It's absolutely adorable. He's got, he looks like a little lion. He's got these really long linksy ears. He's it's a, cute. He's the sweetest, nicest you cat. You know what I'm about to and every time she picks it up, she just has like a look of disgust on his face. Uh, I've been so nice to it. I've been nothing but nice to it since. And every day all she's doing is complaining about her allergies. I'm allergic to cats, guys. And, and he knew this. But listen, in my head, I'm sitting here thinking like, well, maybe if I keep this cat instead of giving it back, I'm going to keep the cat. Maybe it'll make you go home once in a while. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it is a cute cat. I'm just, no offense to everyone out there. I'm just... I mean, I'm not a pet person. I didn't even like the dogs before you got. Yeah, them. right, dude. Yeah, right. From the moment you got in the car with a ghost. Okay, I you loved. loved yeah. And from the moment you saw Douglas, you loved him. So don't. I'm just me. not a big cat. Just because person, you are your dog at home, who is overweight by like five pounds. Oh yeah, my parents' dog is like five. And pounds you shave overweight. all the hair off. Like we were giving the cat a bath, and she dumped water on his face. I didn't face. mean to. I was just pouring oh, the water. And I was just and like, it, this is an animal. Be nice. Oh I have been so sweet to that cat. I have been hand feeding it. No, you, it doesn't hand It bit you in the hand. Yeah, no, but I tried. <laughs> <laughs> and I got in a hot dog costume, guys. Yeah, you dressed my animal. Anyway, so moral of the story is I've spent $10,000 on my pets. Oh, that's crazy. Just that's three so of them. So that's just so the base, that's not even like their insurance, their food. Like I've spent ten grand on the three animals that I have, and we're not getting any more animals. I have two goldfish, too, but, we, you know, we don't get them. A cat is super low maintenance. He's super sweet. He's a loving cat. That's and, crazy. You know, like Moses is going to have to get used to him being around because, you know. Yeah, if you guys are just listening to the podcast right now, my face says it all. Well, it is a cute cat, though, but... Yeah, that's the newest addition to your little family. His name is Oliver. He is a orange Maine Coon, and he is going to be massive. Born October first, so mm -hmm. November, December. He's like three months old, so he's gonna. We're gonna feed him creatine. We're gonna get him a workout routine. We're gonna get him protein stack. This thing's gonna, gonna look like a lion, as big as possible, and I'm super excited for it. Mm -hmm. So, but clans, so nothing else. What about you? You asking me? What do you got planned? Uh, okay. We need to figure out something for you in your life, bro. Hey, 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 hey. I've been posting more on YouTube. I've been good with that lately. I'm going to stick with that. I also, so I have a second Instagram account too. I've actually been posting on that one a lot more. I'm hoping by the end of the year, I'll start some sort of project. So I was in the process of building an app. So I'm hoping that gets done within this year and hits the app store. 
So. What is your app that you're trying to build? We can't talk about it right now because it's going to spoil it. But it's pretty much a repurposing app for businesses and like creators to use. So it'll help people publish everything way easier. Like looking at the algorithm and just making this process so much easier. Streamlining the whole process pretty much. I'll talk about it more as it gets like more finalized, but anyway, so that's, you know, kind of stems us into our next segment and it's just like talking about the holidays. This is a dating podcast, so we have to give our little takes on the dating as well. Um, so I just want to say, first and foremost, all you newly engaged people that get your Christmas. Oh, I can't imagine how many people just got engaged. All those new year people that got, you know, their holiday season, all you guys plan your weddings. I'm gonna give you some, some, some prime examples here. One, please don't get married during the winter time. Like it's raining, it's cold, it's not gonna be pretty. You're gonna be praying for a nice day. It's probably not gonna happen. I get it, I get it. It's probably cheaper to get married during the winter. Some people want a winter wonderland. Yeah, but we don't live in the Arctic Circle or Canada. But you know, like regardless, regardless, all you guys that are newly coupled up and engaged, I wanna talk about some things right here. Dating is hard. Dating is the hardest thing that you guys will have to do. I went to school and I had seven hundred page theses that I had to write on the thinking and emotional attachment of what is love, what is addiction, what attracts people, those endorphins, all that great stuff. And basically, here's some of the key points that I've learned. One, you gotta be willing to compromise. Compromise is going to be the biggest thing. Two, I was listening to this on the way over here. In a relationship, there's always the head and there's the neck. There's the head and the neck. And I'm not talking anything like sexual or anything like that. I'm talking about there's the person that makes and says the hard decisions, and then there's the person that helps and leads that person to make the hard and tough decisions. And whether that's the man or the woman or the man and the man or the woman and the woman, however you guys see or whatever you guys believe in, I just want you to know like it's important to support each other and make them feel confident. And you guys, here's the thing is you don't need two heads. You don't need two necks. You don't need that. I think everything should be split equally, 100%. I think the workload should be carried equally. But at the end of the day, a certain set of jobs goes to one person, a certain set of jobs goes to the other person because if one person has all the jobs, that means the other person's either having one, a work overload, or two, you're having a lot of gaps in your relationship. This leads to arguments, this leads to fights, miscommunication, fidelity, uh, all that horrible stuff, mistrust, no communication, and it, it starts spiraling. You know, like Drake has a song, you know, uh, where he's in <laughs> January, February, like all that stuff wow. where he's basically telling a love story. And like, I want to tell you guys the truest love story that I could give all of you guys. And the best advice I can have is understanding your role in the relationship, your strength in the relationship, whether you're going to be the head or the neck. If you want to make the tough decisions, make the tough decisions, but you can't choose to only make easy decisions. And when things get tough, you go to the other part and be like, hey, can you do this, this, and this? I just want the easy job. If that is your role and that is your job, you must expect, almost guaranteed, it's going to lead to some sort of altercation between you and your couple. Well, I think you're right about that. But I also think it's, uh, you said compromise. A lot of things are about compromise. Like, I always look at my parents Whenever I think of like any relationship, they've gone through so many ups and downs, but yet like they've stuck I've it up. I've been in your household. You're I, here to bicker. I have, I have PTSD. Them. I'm just sitting in there watching all of you guys just attack each other physically, <laughs> mentally. I'm just. No, we just roast each other really hard. I'm sitting there having family we dinner thinking it's going to be other. sweet. You can't drive. You're fat. You're not working out. I'm sitting there like, I just want to eat my steak. 
that my mom forces you to eat more food. She's just going to put me in the shed out back. No, so we have a pool house. And my mom was like, Chase, don't sleep in the pool house. You'll have it all to yourself. Oh, heck no. I've seen that movie Get Out. I went, I was, I, they had the little closet upstairs and everything. I was checking everything. Y'all ain't getting You me. were. And I was like, why did you just open the attic? Oh, no. Yeah, You're I'm like, I've one. seen this movie before. I've seen this movie too many times. Jeez. I'm not the one. As soon as a fork hit the ground, I'm out of there. I ain't drinking no tea. I ain't going into no tight spaces. Not the tea. Oh, you ain't going to find me wandering by myself. I got four or five friends with my location right now. Like You're crazy. Y'all ain't getting me. No, but for real, things are about communication and compromise in a relationship. I think the two C's are very important things because without communication and without the willingness to like bend one way or the other, like you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to just bicker. You're going to have issues. And if you can't communicate properly, if you just keep everything in, the other person's never going to know how you feel either. Exactly. And always remember, always remember space is good. Space is good in relationships as well. Don't ever feel like it's because somebody, for example, if you wake up one day and you feel like you are in a bad mood, maybe it's good to like separate yourself from your spouse so you don't radiate that negative energy because typically when things start going bad you resonate whatever emotion that you're feeling with whatever person or environment that you are around therefore wow what that's something good this is, i got a master's degree in this like and like what anyways uh like i said going back to what i was saying um if you wake up and you start associating negative emotions with your significant other, therefore you, anytime, for example, you wake up in a good mood now, you still see said person, said environment, it brings you back to that dark place. It brings you back to that bed mentality. And that's what you don't want in a relationship because now you live with this person and you're surrounded by them 25 a Now you're, um, you know, going to the gym, going to work going to the bathroom, taking a shower, and this person is always just within 100 feet of you, you're probably not going to want that negative emotion around very long. It leads to conflict in the relationship. So, like I said, anytime you're having a bad day, maybe rather than staying in a neutral environment, you go to your safe space. You go to your happy environment. You go to a place that makes you feel good, and you either A, take that person with you, which I don't recommend, but you can. It'll help. Or B, you go there by yourself, you collect yourself, you get it together, and you come back on the other side in a much better mood than what you what it is that you left in. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. What do you take on that? I agree. I think sometimes you have to take yourself out of a situation, especially because the holidays just passed, guys. You've probably spent way too much time with your significant other. So maybe take some well, maybe space. Not. Or maybe don't not. Don't date during the holidays. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't bring your significant other home unless it's like a fiance during the holidays because it's a lot of commitment. But maybe you just need to do something like for yourself, like bring yourself to a spa day, go work out by yourself, or do like a little weekend trip to Disneyland or something by yourself. I don't know. Like yeah. something random. It's I okay think... to have your own space, to have your own set of friends, to have your own thing that you do just by yourself because you don't want to like forge your guys's two personalities into one you don't want to like live for one person only and not live for yourself you don't want to forget about yourself either so yeah and I think that it's also important to make, make sure that you're listening I know communicating is also about talking but the other half of communicating is about listening some things that personally irritate me that I've dealt why with why do I feel like this is going to be a shot at me somehow that's not even a shot at you. I was going to oh. talk about my ex-girlfriend. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> the, Go ahead. Uh, so one thing that she used to do all the time that used to drive me absolutely wild is she was big on, like, for example, like, I could say a million things 
and she would pick key things out of the conversation and just focus on those. Like I could talk about a whole day. Like there was a, I got struck by lightning. I won the lottery. Um, I, I was almost in a plane crash and then Superman came and ripped me out and flew me home. I said hi to Karen on the way to the office. Once I got there, uh, there was like a bank robbery. I stopped both bank robbers. They gave me a Nobel Prize. And then at the end of the conversation, she'll go. Why do you talk to Karen? Yeah, who's Karen? <laughs> That's how girls think, though. And a I'm lot like, of bro, there is n absolutely no way. There's no way. That's you didn't hear anything I said. All you keyed on was, I'm going to just pretend to listen. And then all of a sudden, I hear a girl. You hear another name. girl. Like, there's that trend on TikTok right now. It's like, say a girl's name. Another woman's name. I didn't even understand. And then you say, like, you just told me to do it. And then they're just pissed off for the whole day. And I'm sitting here going, what the hell was the point of that? <laughs> just, it's a trap. Like, That's exactly what it is. All right. All right. Or something that, yeah, since you were saying I was going to attack you, something that you do that drives me bonkers hmm. is. What do I do? When I'm trying to tell I you about perfect. something. We, well, yeah, well, for example, you'll be like, you need to talk to me about this, this, and this more. And then I'll like try to talk to you about something when I don't really want to talk anyways. That's something like I work on. And then you'll go, you're like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and you give me these automated responses. But that's because I'm listening. It's because you give me these automated responses. And then once I get to the end of it, I'll be like, well, what did I say? You'll be like, huh? And then you'll try to guess what I no, said. No, because I was listening. You'll try to guess what I said, but you were never really listening because you were on your phone the entire time. That's not true. I can multitask so well. If you're on your phone, nothing else gets listened. Tell me like three things I said from that entire thing I just said about the whole Karen thing. Okay, so you said you won the lottery. You said there was a bank robbery. You said that you talked to Karen. And you also said, um, you said those three things. That's three right there. I'm not even counting the Karen thing. I just went over that. Like, <laughs> like, like It's actually amazing. Like, it's, it's actually amazing. So like, like I said, guys, moral of the story is make sure you guys are getting back to your roots. Make sure you guys are listening just as much as you are communicating, understanding your role in the relationship because I want you guys to carry your workload because a relationship, it takes work. It's the hardest thing you're ever going to have to do. It's, it's, Literally. It's the most time-consuming thing. Time-consuming. It's going to be your biggest investment, but at the end of the day, it's going to be your most cherished valuable because at the end of the day, when it's just you and said person, that's all that really matters. Like, no matter if you got fired from work that day, if you got a job, if you uh, broke your leg, or if you saved somebody's life, you saved that cat, whatever it is, there's always somebody, your partner in crime, that you can go to at the end of the day, too, and you can have that conversation. You can release those endorphins. You can make yourself feel like you have value. You add value to not only your life, but somebody else's life as well. And I think that that is going to be really important, not texting on our phones while we're doing a podcast. I was looking up the talking points of the other question no, I had. You were, you were I saw what you were doing. Look at Checking to see who called you. No. And so if I, I swipe down on this, it's not going to say somebody has a missed call. Yes. How did I know that? Yes, but that's not what I was looking at. I was reading this. I can multitask. I can multitask too. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. One other thing that we wanted to talk about, which we were actually getting to talking about it yesterday because we were just like sitting and chatting, was a big New Year's resolution is always like weight loss or I'm going to change this about myself. It has to do a lot with physical appearances, you know? Appearances. I know. That sounded weird. It came out a little <laughs> bit wrong. <laughs> physical appearances. But... How do you think you would define someone as attractive? And does it have to do with the physical? Because we were talking about how yesterday, has that kind of changed over the years? Yeah, you know, there was a case study that released that shows the preferences of physical attractiveness um, between men and women. 
a popular study that they did was the white t-shirt test. I don't know if a lot of you guys are familiar with this, but basically they took uh, like 100 random women uh, across the nation, different backgrounds, ethnicities, ethnicities, ethnicities. <laughs> now I can make fun of you. <laughs> uh, et cetera. And basically what they did is they had 100 males go in there, basically put on a t-shirt, wear it around for a day and throw it in this bin. And what the women would do is they would go and they would sniff these t-shirts, right? And they would rank the men uh, based off of the smell Pheromones? of the shirts. Pheromones, right? And it turned out that they were physically attracted to the same man that they were able to smell and have like those endorphins released from. Now, where does that lead us to physical attractiveness? Well, typically, if you say on paper, what does your type look like? Girls want, ah, he needs to be 6'5", wealthy, sharp jawline that can cut diamonds. You don't need to ex say yourself, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Like, this is, like, oh, six-pack, like, you know, these are things that go, and you ask the guy, well, what do you look like? Oh, I want a big butt and a pretty face. And it's just like, okay. Okay, so now we're breaking down, like, these physically attractive traits. When it comes down to the T, when it comes down to the T, most girls in their head think, I need to be thinner. I need to have thicker, longer hair, longer eyelashes. Like, I want to be in the gym doing booty growth programs, etc. They want like this minuscule stomach and waist, this big romper from behind, and uh, like this hair that you could you could basically play Rapunzel with. Completely unrealistic. Sounds like these women just need Dr. Miami and exactly. some hair extensions. Shout out the Barbies for ruining that. And then it's like you ask guys, well, what do guys want? All guys want to be tall. I, I, like my friend Anthony Taylor is talking about getting knee surgery to make himself four inches taller. No as, way. As if like that's going to make a difference. They want to be taller. They want to be, they're getting on like TRT and like all these steroids to get absolutely jacked. Not giving a crap about their inner health. Like. They're covered in acne, like they look like garbage, or on this test, they're super, emotion uh, super emotional. Mm -hmm. These are things that women don't give a crap about because then you flip the meta and it's just like, well, you show a girl what she wants. Oh, he's a little bit too muscular for me. He doesn't want that. Girls like this like dad bod facade. And like, here's another thing, guys. Dad bod is not like you're at the at the bar with the boys and you're covered in hair and you got belly button lint and you're drinking. Like, it's not ew. a dad bod, all right? Dad bod, they're talking about like Jason Momoa and like Aquaman, dude. Yeah. Like, they got like a little bit of like a fat over the abs, like, but they're still really, really in shape type of guys. And girls. You in your head think you got to be skinnier, 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 and you want to compare yourself to this girl with this thigh gap and this girl with this thigh gap. But guys don't give a crap about that either. Here's just, the thing, but the reason why girls always compare themselves is because they're scrolling on social media and they're looking at all these girls that you Photoshop, Facetune, <laughs> like exactly. you see those TikTok guys. They got the Justin Bieber filter and that doesn't look like Justin now. Bieber, and they got like that pretty face filter, and it's just like. That is so unrealistic. That's AI. That's cartoons. Like, nobody really wants that. People want real. People want genuine. People want, uh, they don't want the, the plastics and the, the surgeries and the, like, the scars. Like, nobody wants that. It's expensive. So it's, you'll look at a girl with a bunch of plastic surgery and be like, mm, I'd rather have someone natural. Moses, you are a 5'2", like, what? I hang out with you every day and... You got a flatter chest in Kansas. <laughs> like, like, hey now, hey now, it's not roast cab moment. Like, like, and no offense to you, but it's just like physically, it doesn't matter. It's more of like if you have a mental connection with somebody, like that will take you so much further. Like me personally, like I've always been a fan of like, like I like pretty faces. I like strong personalities. Like that's just like what I've always been generically attracted to. I grew up in a really rough area. I've never been into the whole 
Like, how many surgeries can I get? Yeah, like, I don't care. Like, what does that have to do with me? All that sounds like it's going to cause a lot of health issues down the line. It's going to cost a lot of money. If it's not from you, it's going to be from me. It's going to cause a lot of, like, miss, um, what's the word? Um, like, if I look at you, I would like to hope that I would kind of get what my kid would look like. But if you've gone and you've had your nose done, your lips done, your eyes done, your hair Surprise. done, you're now five inches taller because you got your knee surgery done, you got implanted abs, you got a BBL, you got triple D, and you got a waist reduction, you got like a rib removed to get like this hourglass figure. And I'm sitting there going like, this is not a factory reset. <laughs> I'm going to get a kid that's going to come out looking looking like a, a hobbit and you look like Victoria's Secret. Like, Gosh. What am I supposed to do with that? You know what I mean? Well, do you want to know something so funny about that? Yeah. It kind of has to do with like not knowing what your kid looks like versus like the parent because they get so many surgeries. So growing up, I, this might be a little bit too much TMI. My mom always had big boobs and I was like, oh my gosh, one day like I, they're going to grow in. Like I'm so excited. Well, I asked her finally, I was like in high school and I was like, mom, how are your boobs so much bigger than mine ever have been? And she was like, honey, you know, I got them done after I was done having kids. She was probably, you were probably at school thinking in your head, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, going to be all right. D's, mom. my, mom's, my mom's got double D's. My grandma got double D's. I'm going to have triple D's now. Like, no, exactly. And so I was like, oh, well, there goes that. At least I have a great personality. Mm. <laughs> personality will take you a long way, fellas. True. So anyway, like Moses was saying, like the new year, new me, like all that stuff, like yes, get in the gym, get that fitness done, get that mental health done, but you don't need the surgeries, lady. You guys are beautiful with or without makeup. Just love yourself. Be comfortable within your skin. If that is being super skinny, then be super skinny. If you're larger, then be larger. Like physical attractiveness is like such a minuscule part of beauty when it comes to if you are confident in your skin that will take you so much further in life and you guys see it all the time you guys always ask like how does that girl have that guy or how does that guy have that girl they're not as good looking as me if it was all based off of attractiveness level then you would have that person but it's not that and you got to realize it's not that and it's also about being comfortable with who you are because that's what makes you attractive and also some really pretty girls have the worst personality ever and you never want to talk I to them vouch for that <laughs> I, I will say that pretty taught me some really ugly lessons that's, yeah that's same with guys one. though too sometimes like really attractive looking guys it's like talking to a wall it's terrible sometimes. When you get carried on your looks, it's just like... Yeah, when you get carried your entire life by the way you look, sometimes it shows. It shows, and it is what it is. But, yeah. like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like I said, it's all about loving yourself and mm -hmm. finding whatever is inside of you and bringing that version out to best put on display. Like, we're not peacocks, people. We don't, we don't attract women based off of the color of our feathers. We're... <laughs> Thank goodness. We are, we are primates. We are natural, living, breathing mammals that find attractiveness in a lot of other things, a lot of other areas. Because when we're all old and in our 50s, and we're not going to look like this. And oh, you know heck you have no. this. You hey, have but this. I'll be getting some Botox by that age. <laughs> I won't be as wrinkly and saggy. Moses thinks she's a depreciating asset out here. No, I don't. I definitely don't think so. I think I'm wonderful. Uh, but. <laughs> in other news, in other news, let's get to talk about some sports here because uh, all this lovey-dovey stuff is carrying me on. And that transitions me. I don't know if you guys have seen, but the Misfits boxing card for Misfits 12 in Leeds, UK, the Misfits headler that I was supposed to be the main event in 
has been released. And let's talk about this card. Moses hasn't seen this yet, so I'm just going to go ahead and pull No, I did. Card. I looked oh, it up before it? the podcast. Okay, perfect. So, we have the main event. HS Tiki Taki. HS Dicky Sucky is what I like to call him. Because I was supposed to beat this kid up. I was supposed to beat this kid up. I was supposed to beat him up. This kid, in his first fight ever was going to try the heavyweight champ, and he was going to get annihilated, and this little chicken shit backed out. He backed out. He couldn't make weight. Yeah, they wouldn't sanction it. I was going to drop 20 pounds in a month. Crazy. That's not safe. Fight him at 220. Fight him at 220, and all he had to do was get over 200, and he didn't want it, because in his head, he knew he wasn't going to beat me. So he picked this kid, uh, Teo Risi. Teo Risi. I've never heard of this Teo Risi in my life, but based off of uh, what he's looking like on these Misfits boxing cards, this kid looks... Like he's going to get annihilated. Let me by, see him. There he is right there. Let me see if I can. Oh, he is the... This is this is the guy that uh, H.S. Tiki Taki's fighting. He has the 2010 JB hair. Yeah, like for you guys that are not seeing, I'm giving this kid a free shout out on my podcast. But this is the guy H.S. is fighting. This kid ducked me. Ducked the... Uh, let me see. Ducked the champ, essentially. Not the picture of you. Covered in blood. Ducked me to go fight this kid uh, to, to pad. He's trying to do what all these YouTubers do, and they pad their, their record saying, I'm so tough, I'm this and that, and nobody can beat me because they beat up a bunch of kids that used to get stuffed in the locker for a Well, little. at least we know you've, you haven't padded your record. <laughs> I take it. <laughs> That's true. But I fought, I fought heavyweight champs. Yeah. I fought Alan undefeated YouTubers. I fought... Grown That's men good. that are fitness influencers that I've knocked out to the point where you I lost because I beat them up so bad. Yeah, I fought and got robbed. Mm-hmm. Biggest robbery in boxing, Tempo Arts, you little chicken, you. But we're not here to talk about that. There's a couple things I want to talk about. The rest of this card, I want to talk about. Uh, There's a few good fights on there. Yeah, so in um, the other girl, Al or whatever. AJ Bunker. AJ Bunker, really good friend of mine. I love AJ Bunker. She's the champ. Uh, I got to hang out with her a bit um, on the Prime card October 14th last year. Super, super nice girl. Great champ. Current uh, Misfits female middleweight champion. She's got a tough one ahead of her against my other really, really good friend, Elbrook. Elbrook, she was on Piers Morgan. Um, she's, she's a sweetheart. She's nicest girl in the world. I did a dating show for her when I was over there in the UK. Super, super sweet girl. Um, she's a really good champ as well. Great promotion. I think that that is the one female fight I'm excited to see, uh, especially coming off of Elle's last fight when she had a very, very tough opponent and like the six foot um, girl that she ended up fighting on Kingpin. That was. I would never step in the ring with either of them. I'll just say that now. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. I just smile and talk for YouTube. I don't uh, think I could yeah. throw a punch. I think, I think with that fight, uh, based off of the first one, I might have to give it to L on that one. I love AJ. I, like, I love you, AJ. But you got a tough one ahead of you. I don't want to pick sides in that, but if I had to edge, I got to give it to L in that one. Um, the next one I want to talk about is the Ashley Raksu versus OJ Rose. I like Ashley. I think Ashley's a nice guy. Uh, he does his whole music thing. I think he won X Factor in the UK. Um, but OJ is an animal. Like I know he had a tough, uh, tough, tough decision loss against uh, Anderson Silva's son, uh, who was born and bred into fighting in the last Misfits, but he's coming off a loss. The loss wasn't even really a month ago. I think they fought November 19th. He's already allowed to fight again? Yeah, he's fighting already again, like within two months time. He's, he's gotta go again. It's a fast turnover. It's a really, really quick turnaround. So he just fought 
Uh, he's coming off a controversial loss. He's heated. Ashley hasn't fought in a while. It's been probably like six to eight months since Ashley's fought. Um, so Ashley's got a tough one in that one. I'm going to have to edge it to OJ on that. That's going to be my prediction for that one. Um, the Miles Raksu versus DTG. I watched DTG knock somebody out on the prime card uh, prelims, but the guy he fought was kind of like a like so-so. Um, Miles is trying to make his debut. Uh, he's been chirping on Twitter a lot. He's been training. He's never had a fight before. Uh, I'm going to have to give it to DTG on this one just because I don't think Miles realizes what he's getting into until he gets in there and realizes that boxing's not as easy um, as people make it think. Uh, going into the other side, we got Tristan Ham versus Rodney, a.k.a. not Logan Paul, the Logan Paul lookalike. I like Rodney. Rodney's the nicest guy in the world. Me so and Rodney, nice. let me talk about Rodney. Rodney and me have probably the most viral clips in Misfits Boxing because we beat up the Nate Diaz crew. All those bums that try to jump us outside. I was sitting there talking to Rodney in, in NOLA last uh, April, March. And Nate Diaz and their entire bum squad of Chris Avila uh, and, and those other creepy dudes that hangs out with the Nate Diaz crew. A bunch of softies, ultra, ultra soft crew of guys. Uh, you know, after we handled them, uh, Rodney actually got put in a chokehold. Uh, he was blindsided by Nate Diaz. And he was trying to defuse the situation. Yeah. He was telling Nate, just calm down. We don't want any issues or anything. And Nate puts him in the chokehold, right. hits him, and then he hits the concrete so hard he yeah. was rushed to the hospital. Right. So, Rodney, Rodney, go ahead and put on a show. I'm going with Rodney on that one. Uh, not Logan Paul is definitely going to win that one. He's a, he's a dog. He's got that in him, 100%. Small Spartan J versus Foxy G. Foxy G, happy punch, baby. Let's go. Uh, and then Most Wanted versus this uh, Joey Knight guy. This Joey Knight guy looks kind of scared, and they kind of did uh, my boy Most dirty with the photo. But uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and give that one to Most Wanted. I don't know who Fes Batista or Ben Williams is, but... Oh, actually, I know Ben Williams. I think he's in my... Uh, he's in Happy Punch as well. I'm going to give that one to Ben Williams. Uh, shout out Happy Punch. Um, but those are my predictions for the Misfits misfits boxing i uh, that's in leeds uk on the 20th of january uh i'm ready to go like they call me up they say chase we need a superhero we need a king we need again. a savior come save our car chase come beat somebody up just know the champ is always ready to go i'm gonna show up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed to beat the hell out of whoever really wants it you know if you want it minicon come get it if you want it uh uh knickknack patty whatever the heck your name is you and your your bum coach can get it after uh any of these heavyweights that want it you guys call me up i'll be there with a hangover short notice knock you out collect my purse and uh, go home because i'm the champ and that's what champs do so well that's fair so anyways january 20th leeds uk misfits boxing those are my fight predictions i'll be fighting soon okay they took me off they took me off this one i was supposed to main event and beat up hs it's Baker okay Sutton. next one you'll be the main event right i'm always the main event I, this is this chase fits this is the chase show this is the chase world welcome We're to the chase show it. that's what i always say i'm the greatest that ever has been confidence greatest that ever will be lots of it so. We'll never get knocked down. Okay. And that leads me into, listen, guys, it's the new year. And if you're in a relationship and you want to please your significant other. Or you just need to try something new because oh, what's going on now? This isn't it. If you want to be harder than steel, bricked up more than the chimneys that Santa Claus is coming down. If you want to stuff those stockings all January, February and March, 
I got the perfect product for you. And if you want to make your significant other happy, you know, this just might be the way to do it. I got the perfect product for you, and I swear by these. I use these. I love these. I've put out many, many. I've had some great memories with these. All right, oh, I've gone back. We don't. We don't want to hear it. I've we broken don't, hearts no, with this. No. It's a really circular little chewable tablet. It tastes like candy, and they're called blue chews. And it, blue chew. Let me tell you guys. It's super affordable, it's super easy, it'll make you last so long. And it's not like you walk around with a big old hard on in your pants 24-7. It works when it's time to work, all right? When it's time to stuff those stockings, when it's time to fill those chimneys, when it's time to go play baseball with, uh, you know, your new significant the, other. The other bat. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's, it's like playing Super Mario and the pipes, man. Like that thing. They're amazing. They're awesome. And they're delivered to your door, too, in a discreet packaging Deliver, as well. Delivered right to your door, discreet packaging. Mm -hmm. and, and they have a discount going right yeah, now. Yeah, if you use code UNSCRIPTED, you guys will get your first month for free. So definitely go and check them out right now if you need to try something Exactly. New. We're going to leave you guys unscripted in the bedroom, 50% off. Go check out Blue Chew. Okay. <laughs> as a lot of you guys know, I recently just finished up uh, another TV show. Uh, it's called All-Star Star Season 2. I just want to touch on this one last time before I put this one to bed. Uh, the finale came out December 7th. December 7th, the finale. You were done dirty. Done really dirty on the show. It was for $150,000. This is, I went on a rant for a bit because I am a firm believer that, you know, maybe it's sometimes my turn to lose because a lot of people, like, they feel like, you know, you win, you win, you win, you don't really know how to lose. It's never about how you can stand when everything's going your way. It's about how you stand when things don't go your way. In the TV show, uh, I was put through a lot of trials, tribulations, was sent um, to exile to get eliminated, and I always fought my way back. It was me and my partner. We won the show. We got all the way to the end, and basically, at the end of the, of the show, only one person can walk away with the money. And throughout the process, uh, my partner played a significant role in the whole storyline would tell me like how we had all these family issues back home. And that's something that touches really home with me because a lot of you guys know I lost my dad when I was really young. And so I'm really big on family, I'm really big on the importance of that. And he was saying that he wasn't getting paid to be there. Um, he was basically disowned by his family. Uh, his dad didn't really love him and he just wanted something to be proud of, you know. So in the finale, uh, it was more so on me, but I, in my head, decided that, you know, maybe I don't need to have all-star champion and we had already had like this agreement that we were going to split the money regardless and so um for 150k it's like $75,000 each basically before taxes and you know I was fine with just like you know letting this kid like have the victory like go home tell your parents you want be I'd be proud of something like I've already accomplished enough where it's like okay maybe it's my turn to lose and that was a big growing moment for me this is why i'm the villain on tv all the time i'm never being the hero again by the way like this is why i'm always a villain because after i basically forfeited the show and said you know we played rock paper scissors essentially for 150 grand i told him i was going to pick what i picked and you picked this you'll win congrats we'll split the money anyways you get to be all-star champion it is what it is he was on board with it after I did it for him, it actually turned out that he came to me and he basically was like, I had to lie to you because I wasn't going to be able to win this without you. I wasn't going to be able to beat you. I needed you to believe me because if you won, I know you would have split the money with me. But unfortunately, it's not the same. 
I'm not spending the money with you. I'm taking it all and the title and I'm leaving. Goodbye. I hope we can still be friends. I've not spoken to this guy since. I've not spoken to him. We filmed the show last January, February, March. I've not spoken to him since uh, because like that to me, like you basically play it on my insecurities as a child, as a grown man, um, use them against me. And you know, it is what it is, but for 150K after taxes and all that, you probably get like maybe like 120K, 110K, whatever. I hope that that's life changing for you and I hope you do a lot of stuff with that, but don't reach out to me if you ever need anything because I will not be there to help. And that's just my honest opinion about that, so. That's fair. He was a crappy person for doing that, yeah. lying to you. Always something, always something. Between that and then my manager stealing 80 grand from me, like, yeah, I was out. I was out like about two hundred and ten thousand dollars last year. That's crazy. That's like over. That's almost what. That's like a fifth of a million dollars or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Almost a quarter. Almost a quarter of a million dollars. Rob, look. What was his name again? I don't know. I don't even want to. I'm not giving him any okay. shout outs. But if you guys want, fair. you guys go watch it. Streaming on MTV. Um, well, it's not streaming anymore. Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Um, you guys can watch all the episodes. Basically, see how it all played out. Uh, watch how it worked. But yeah, definitely go check that one out. It's a pretty entertaining show, to, to say the least. That's fair. Well, we have something a little bit lighter to talk about. A little yeah. bit more funny. We're going to do in the DMs. And since it's right after Christmas, guys, we're going to talk about the worst Christmas gifts people have gotten and oh my gosh can't wait to talk about this these are terrible like i don't know what some of you guys are thinking but so the first one <laughs> this girl dms me and says well my boyfriend got me a really really cute pair of earrings they're adorable but the only problem is my earrings aren't pierced so <laughs> i feel like he should be able to notice that what would you do? Bro got his girlfriend some earrings and she didn't even have pierced ears. Okay, so I'll play devil's advocate here. Um, to be fair, most girls have their ears pierced. And you could see it without even trying. She has long hair and he didn't notice. But, and you could wear like temporary earrings and you might have thought, you know. But regardless, it's not like you could just, if they're nice earrings, you could just take them and go have them. No, because you gotta have temporary earrings first, huh? Yeah, you that can't just. Tough. Was it fun. was like full on earrings. She even sent me a picture of them. They're cute, but she kept them. And now it's their inside joke. Well, <laughs> at least they were able to get through it though. Yeah, at least you can laugh about that. That's something yeah. you can take with you. That's crazy. Okay, another one. <laughs> another one. My boyfriend got me a hairbrush, but it wasn't even a nice hairbrush or anything. It just felt like a clear attack on my hair, considering me untidy. And it was made to feel me it was made to make me feel less than that. It was a st in stark contrast with a fairly generous gift that I got him for Christmas. Bro got her a plain hairbrush. A hairbrush. <laughs> Bro went to Sephora. Uh, no, he probably just went to Walgreens. Walgreens. The first one. Here's a brush. It's not even the wet brush. It's probably just like the four dollar hairbrush. <laughs> magic. I gotta play. Okay, so I always play devil's advocate here. Uh, so, in his defense. Um, this one time on reality television, perfect match, I gave a girl a rock, not like a ring. Okay, anything. to be fair, you were stuck on an island, though. What else I are you going to give her? Exactly. I walked outside, and I picked up a rock, and I put it in a box, and I gave it to her. That's <laughs> I wild. That's I said, here's your gift. So a comb, a, a comb definitely has my rock that I gave to George Hazarati, uh beat by a mile. So. Well, this one's my favorite one. <laughs> so they said... This isn't Christmas, but it's Valentine's Day, but I feel like I just have to tell you. I bought an ex 
girlfriend one of every single Valentine's Day gift. A bear, candy, lingerie, wine, balloons, all of it. She got me a turtle that sings, can't hurry love. It took me a while to get that in. <laughs> Do you get it? Bro, 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 broke the bank. Let me get this straight. Bro, broke the bank, got her everything any girl could ever ask for on Valentine's Day, and she got him a turtle saying, slow the hell down, little bro. Exactly. That's just like a real backhanded slap to him, if you ask me. Well, I can imagine that that uh, kind of goes back to my first segment about space. Um, <laughs> That's, that was her message. Uh, there's a great philosophy out there, and it goes, you know, sometimes in the race between the tortoise and the hare, the tortoise always wins because, as I say, slow and steady. Wins the race. Perfect. This last one, though, is my favorite one. I just, some people are so dense, and it just makes me want to facepalm my face into a wall. Facepalm, facepalm my face, face, palm, face palm into my a face. wall. Yeah, like smack my head into the wall. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, my girlfriend gave me a pack of cigarettes because I was trying really hard to quit smoking, and she handed it to me and said, I thought it would help you re relax. <laughs> I'll get it. You don't get it? He's trying to quit smoking. And he says, like, my girlfriend at the time gave me a pack of cigarettes because she thought I needed it because I was being too high strung. Like, here's this. It might help you relax. I'm dead. <laughs> He's trying to quit. And she didn't want to deal with him being all edgy. Oh, my gosh. Well. Keyword, he said ex-girlfriend in the DM, too. I, ex I, for a reason. I got no words for that because, oh. Well. What's the worst gift you've ever received? <laughs> um, well, that's a good question. You don't, you've never gotten like a bad gift? No, because I, I'm more, I like sentimental gifts. Like I can buy myself pretty much anything materialistic. That's fair. Um, more quality time gifts I like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, not so much like the worst gift. I would say like the best gift that uh, I would, I've ever gotten, like not the worst, but the best gift I ever got was uh, my mom, she doesn't make like a whole lot of money. And back when I was in college, or not even in college, this was actually not even that long ago. I would say this was like a year or two ago, like right after two out the handle came out. And my mom, she saves like her money all year to buy. She starts Christmas shopping in like May. Like she, she only makes X amount of dollars a month, and so she has to like save money and like buy things when she can buy things. Because her thing is like she likes to give out presents for Christmas. And I would say like one of the most sentimental gifts I ever got from her was she gave me like a picture of us, and she wrote on the back of it. My mom has like a very distinct handwriting. Um, she's left-handed and she writes in cursive, so like I can always tell my mom's handwriting off the jump. And uh, on the back of it, she gave me twenty dollars. And she's like, just to buy you a meal. And it made me like really emotional because it's like, my mom knows like I have, I make money. Like I have my own money. And my mom Aww. doesn't make a lot of money. And you know, $20 to her is a lot of money. Yeah. And so that's she, sweet. she just wanted to buy me um, a meal. And I, and I still have the $20. The card. I, I, the card yeah. and the $20 I never spent. That's it, so cute. I like that. It was really, yeah, my mom has always been big on not wanting to give money away for Christmas because uh, she doesn't think it's really like 
I don't know like that one really hit hard for me because I was like it was a picture of us and she just wanted to buy her son some food and that's so she cute her hard-earned money for that so that's probably the best gift I ever got oh don't know my best gift let me guess boyfriend number five bought you a Prada bag no <laughs> no 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 that was boyfriend three go ahead what's your best gift my moon mixer so I have this thing that's so stupid it's like $14 and it's from Amazon I don't know why this was my favorite gift as a kid you press a button it's like it looks like a cow and it's clear on one side but then you press the button and it's a cup and it just spins the milk so it stirs your, your milk I use it makes it, it chocolate milk. I use it all the and time. I gave him one once and then you broke it and then you bought yourself another one it's just so cute I broke him all. I liked it that much I bought another one yeah you bought a second one it's little gifts like that like, yeah you don't that's my favorite thing yeah like I said guys like you don't always have to go above and beyond and like do like all of like you don't have to break the bank like Christmas is not so much about gift giving as it is just making people feel appreciated wanted valued and loved like mm -hmm. guys biggest thing i could tell you guys is true 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 you don't have to buy the girl um a car or, or, bag, or bag or jewelry or jewelry yeah. because that is going to hit her the same as if you went and you got photo album book and drew in it and gave it to her because mm -hmm. at the end of the day they look at it as a gift as something that you gave to them, something that they received. There's mm -hmm. only so much a level of endorphin that you can have from that. Um, and it also keeps like the materialistic value out of the relationship. I mean, Valentine's Day is only a month and what, 11 days away? From oh, the yeah. Day this episode. yeah. Also, if card, you're a girl, nice. if you got an anniversary in January, that's why I say don't pick winter weddings. If you got an anniversary in January and it so happens to be her birthday around January, February, you got Valentine's Day and Christmas, that beginning, that quarter one of the year is going to hit you like a truck, bro. Yeah. Like you better. Just do go for sentimental. You can't ever go wrong with like yeah. cute sentimental, Some like a letter or something she's been saving up for. I don't know. Something cute. Maybe yeah. not give her a rock like I did or a comb. Yeah. But... Don't, don't take advice from Chase. But. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the number one podcast. Do you just end? That's my. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the number one podcast in your world. I'm your host, Chase Damore. And Gabrielle Moses. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Chase Bye. out.